Ooh, I just don't know where it started. Either way, episode eight, your house, our rules. What the heck is up, ladies and gentlemen? Keith, Max, doing? how the heck are, are we? Yeah, I'm doing all right. How yeah, you guys doing? just all right. Hanging in there. Yeah, I mean, we are what two I mean, weeks, two full weeks in the quarantine. In fucking three weeks, I haven't yeah. fucking like done anything. So That's yeah, true. I'm it, just it about is, all right. It, it is that time. Ain't, ain't oh, much no, else. You said a little weird. I got a little concerned for a second. <laughs> Me, I'm doing just all right too. Because you got a good point. The fucking. Yeah, it's right. not like I've done. They're shit. taking away the fucking alcohol <laughs> and all the fun stuff. Yeah. It's uh, it's whatever. Yeah, being confiscated to homes is just. Boring. I've been taking. I don't think that's, in, how that that's unbelievable. What? Whatever. It's you get it. The I people get it. Confined to your home. I got you. They understand. Yeah, Whatever. Confiscated. Confidated. Yeah. You're in your house. Yeah. Uh, but I've been taking an extreme amount of walks. I am addicted to walks. I've been doing it all of the time. It's the only time I really get. Is out it of an my addiction house. like a chapstick addiction or is it, it is like no a, the chap? First God, of all, chapstick. We're just gonna lead off with chapstick. No, I'm, I'm just wondering like. Chapstick's out of my life. Okay, so so I moved on from chapstick. I beat cigarettes, but chapstick was my cigarette. When did you beat cigarettes? I beat chapstick. It's the same monster. You know what? I'm just gonna say this. The same monster. Fucking, it's still like not a thing that. That was a thing. So how do you walk? It's not, but it's oddly convenient that you brought up the whole chapstick gate shit. Right at the same time that spring started, because my lips never chap in the spring of summer. No, you but thought the of winter, that yesterday. You're thinking winter, that I, I thought of this. As a I didn't think of this. I, I didn't have the forefront. Conspiracy, bro. Well, the the conspiracy is that chapstick works in the first place. Nah, the conspiracy is you trying to it's a ruthless sway cycle. the people one way. First of all, I'm not a swayer of minds. Okay, the yeah. people make up their own opinion. Yeah, but. Everybody makes up their pain. Either way, but the walks. We'll get back to the freaking walk. You wanted to bring chapstick into this, you coward. Uh, That's out of my life. You're trying to get me back on this stuff. I won't do it. (laughs) Do you have a doge? Do you walk your doge? Or do you have like... No, I don't have any dog or anything like that. I just walk. No, never had a dog. Dude, people. I've never had a freaking dog. I get that. It's because my mom grew up with dogs her like entire life. So she really doesn't want a dog. I feel that. She doesn't feel like she needs one. So, yeah, that's kind of how I have been. And I've, o- I've always had friends with dogs, so it's never been a huge deal. Obviously, I would want a dog, but, yeah, never had a dog in my life. So do you, like, hit the parks, or do you, like, do no, the neighborhood No, I just, walk, I just do the neighborhood, yeah, a uh, little shiviot, uh, the nice scenery of the, the shiviot landscape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I take, like, I don't know, it's about a half-hour walk. I have no idea how long it is, but just... Going in like a big, big circle around like five or six streets. Just walk up, cankle around to Harrison, down school section, yeah, and back up. Yeah, and wrapping around basically. Yeah, down by like, if you know Shivia, like the comic book store in Shiviet, basically like wrapping around that area, That's coming closed, back through like it? Harvest Home area. I think it's closed, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Changed, they changed it to Up Up in a way. It used yeah. to literally be called the comic book store, and I used to get all my Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards there. Yes, I used to do the exact same yeah. thing. Me and my brother used to go there all the time, just like on a summer day. That was the best, riding your bike up to there and just buying playing cards. Yeah. The best. But yeah, I've been taking a lot of walks. I'm kind of addicted. I would say I'm averaging like one walk a day. And I've done you're two. On fire. Nice. I've done two. Not these are getting, <laughs> these are getting out and staying active. This whole coronavirus thing has just destroyed my workout regimen. <laughs> not having a yeah. gym open. And like I went over to my parents' house one day because I like I have one of those iron gym uh, pull up bars that you stick in the doorway and oh, yeah. do pull ups. And I went over there and I worked out one day. And because my dad wanted it back at at his house, he was asking about it, so I brought it back over. And I was like, you know what? I can just work out down here if you want me to. And then, like, an hour or two later, my mom called me up, and she was like, 
don't come over to the house and work out here during this coronavirus thing. And I was like, you know what, Mom? I completely get it. So, yeah, yeah. So, like, this, this is and really I'm, annexing yeah, us from, like, all, all sorts of people. Oh, yeah. I'm fucking fat and bored, so I've been <laughs> starting to do, uh, like, push-ups in the morning and a couple sit-ups. I'm mm. down three holes in my belt, y'all. Look at this. Really? Like three every, holes, yeah. dude. That's a, that's a, that's lot, a lot of progress. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to buy a belt here in two weeks because it's not gonna fit anymore. F yeah. That's, that's always a nice feeling, though. <laughs> that's the best purchase. Bit, yeah. Having to buy a new belt, that's a good feeling. Well, I've I, never once had to do it, but... Well, having a pandemic that is going to push you toward health is kind of not the best way well, to go about right. it. But yeah. hey, you know what? If if I can get healthier during a fucking, you know, the plague, why the fuck not? Dude, <laughs> dude and... <laughs> yeah, the but... virus is doing that to people, man. It's been <laughs> yeah. doing to me. I'm sitting here like, you know what? If the bars are closed and like there's not shit to do, like what's the point of even drinking and getting yeah. fucked up? I, I haven't drank... In three weeks. Yeah. I've written seven pages of and philo- philosophical questions. Really? Just, yeah, just random uh, questions? Oh, dude. He was, he was getting into it. I was watching Dark, uh, a German show on Netflix the other day, and he was just in my room fucking just writing notes down. Like, what is the catalytic converter between emotions or whatever? No, yeah. What, what is the catalyst that can convert one emotion to the next? And, yeah, I mean... You have to think about it a little bit longer. I mean, I haven't figured it out. Oh, dude, he was asking me questions. You can, on you it. can ask yourself a thousand questions when you think that it's the right answer to it, and then if you think about it, like, no, that's not it either. So, yeah, yeah oh. that's a good question. You guys should yeah, give it a shot. That's why I brought it so up. Wait, yeah, like, say say wanna... it one more time, just so. Okay, we, yeah. so uh, I was wondering. I'm still wondering. Yeah. Uh, what is the catalyst that converts one emotion to the next? So say so, say you are angry or sad or whatever. What is the thing or that I get, cattle? Because I don't know if it's an emotion. Right. I don't know what that it is. variable. What, what, what yeah. makes what that. makes you change? Okay. Is it a need? Is it a want? Is it you know, aborescence? Like is it? I, I don't know. Like yeah. Who cares? Uh, Think I'm about so it. You're just you're yeah. just asking yourself these questions. Yes. Oh, dude, he does that's it all the, the time. point. I have, I have he does it constantly. Of this stuff that yeah. is insane that's awesome though yeah. i like that your mind works like that like because i don't think of smart things uh i like i was just telling them i've just eaten an absurd amount of grilled cheese that was on my list of things to talk about on this episode i just wrote <laughs> grilled cheese talking you'll about see i i just wrote down grilled cheese because i uh i've been making a ton of them i tweeted it out and i didn't know how much controversy it was going to stir up um but oh, i basically said that i have been eating a lot of grilled cheese probably like six a week uh, you know, it's just like a, a, an easy lunch. It's that's just a lot of cheese. That's man. what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. Uh, but then it ended up being a big um, debate on my Twitter of what constitutes a grilled cheese. Can you add bacon to a grilled cheese? Is it still a grilled cheese or does it become an entirely different type of sandwich? There was a lot going on. Either way, I have been trying some new different types of cheeses in my grilled cheese. Uh, I still need to try Gouda, have you ever uh, which I haven't done. Pepper Jack. So yeah, Pepper Jack's fine. I'm doing my my usual is American cheese. I do Pepper Jack every once in a while, and then I also have like the shredded Mexican blend that I usually put on like nachos. You can put that in there. Amazing. So I've been doing that. Somebody told me to try Gouda. Either way, we're talking a lot about grilled cheese. I'm <laughs> just saying your house these are my... <laughs> we go from this to, that topic to this topic. Oh, that's yeah, the whole that's point. Just... It's all rules. We, we, you know, we, we just yeah, say we what we want. Rules. That's the fucking <laughs> name of the podcast. Yeah, you're, you're right. playing by our rules. You just, you're just sitting up strapping in and listening. So 
but yeah, so that was that was my big topic of the day: grilled cheese. Yeah, I mean, have you have you thought about switching up breads, like doing a multigrain or a rye or some shit like that, or are you like? Bro, right, so I want to sourdough and somebody, yeah. So somebody <laughs> had that's what's had, so good about fucking uh, uh, frishes is the sourdough bread. And you said that they fucking grill it mayonnaise, don't they? Yes, yes, oh. that's the way to do it instead yes, of putting the good. butter on, put mayonnaise as like the spread on, on both sides. It, it is, it, make, it makes it time. smack a little yeah. bit different. It's a know? lot more flavor coming mm-hmm. in. That's that's that shit. Right I there. want to do the sourdough because somebody actually also on that Twitter thing was oh, saying yeah. you should try to throw it on the grill. Which I've never heard of, but put it on like sourdough bread and throw it on the grill. Get some grill marks on there. Oh, you can put it, We're gonna try on a little griddle, yeah. Right, I'm gonna give that a go. Um, so yeah, well, I mean, stay tuned. I mean, <laughs> hell of a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know yeah. What? You know what we should do? We Dress make, it up. I got maybe time. One of these days we can compare. Like we can have like a, a grilled cheese sandwich. Like each of us can make a grilled cheese sandwich, and we can try to make it as gourmet as possible. Okay. You know yeah, just I mean? fancy it up. We just make a fancy Ooh, ass. I like that cheese. idea. I mean, you eat six of them a week, so might as well fucking. <laughs> you know what's crazy it too? Up so that you can have six different sandwiches. <laughs> As, uh, Something about the way you said that just sounded mean. I mean, you no, six of them. No, away. it made sense. I mean, it, it made, made sense. sense because I mean, I might as well get fancy. So, yeah, make some of these bougie as heck. Uh, but yeah. yeah, no. So I've been eating a lot of grilled cheese, and uh, so yeah, we can have like a, a competition. But my big problem is here. I get impatient, even though I've cooked like a trillion of these things now. <laughs> I still get impatient, and I almost always burn one side. How do you get impatient at burn? Usually I get burn impatient where, like, I just like I'm, I'm like, why isn't it. it melting? Like, I see the the corners staying oh, stiff. I'm like, high. all right, dude, just start melting, and then I'll put the thing on high for like less than twelve seconds, and then I'll just it, I'll like flip it a little bit, like see the underbelly, and it's fried, and I'm like. Mm. So you, I do it every so, single time. So you've made minimum at least since uh, I'd say you've in the past three weeks you've made minimum twelve, right? I would say that, yeah. Minimum. So in twelve sandwiches, you still haven't figured out how to not. Not every side. time, not but I would say, say I'm at a, like <laughs> I'm only shooting at like a seventy five percent clip on not burning the side. So like three quarters of them are good, but ah. all, like, yeah, there's, there's still the variable where one, yes. yeah, I'll just get impatient and be like, Oh crap. I gotta my, do this. My thing whatever. is fucking a little bit of burn on a grilled cheese is fire. I actually like, it I like the char. burn. Just, yeah. just a tad. I'm not a big, yeah, the burn, I get a little burn, I but I'm, I'm talking, I'm, <laughs> I am frying these puppies folks. I am like, this is not just a little bit of black mixed in on the one side. I'm talking, this thing is black <laughs> like it is as black as black gets it is yeah i mean it's appalling so uh but one of these days i mean shit i've made 12 in the last three weeks i'm gonna get great at this yeah, if man. this keeps happening i mean i don't know i might be a spokesperson for grilled cheese by the end of this yeah i mean you could be like the, the i might have my own bread cheese. and cheese brand or something yeah you know big sexy's butter and cheese or fucking cheese and bread or whatever the bingo fuck. Yeah, you would have to have butter. <laughs> that too is the most Harmeyer restaurant. Name big sexy's, big sexy's bread and cheese. <laughs> yeah, big, big sexy's bread, bread and cheese. 
the amount, the people that would come into that establishment would be daunting. And all there are is just fucking grilled cheese. It's yeah, it's just grilled cheese. And Jesus. one side is always burnt. It's like the trademark <laughs> of the fucking restaurant. Yes, yes. Every single time you're like, and every customer's like, what? What? Why like every burnt? first time customer's like, why is this burnt? That's how you eat grilled cheese. That's bitch. my signature. <laughs> Oh, That's shit. my calling card is burning one side of your grilled cheese at my restaurant. <laughs> yeah. I mean uh, we 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 uh we dove into the, the realm of the grilled cheese. The realm of the grilled cheese. Yeah, I mean uh, big you know, sexy had to get a little fun with it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Any any weird things that you guys have been doing habitually? I mean, Max, you writing down crazy questions, spilling any, <laughs> crazy any questions. weird <laughs> Some philosophical deep questions. Any weird things that you've picked up doing just because you're so bored? Uh, no. During this, I am not bored at all during really? this coronavirus. Like, I know a lot of people out there are saying that, like, hey, like, I'm having a real tough time with this. I am not at all. I'm taking it as an advantage to, like, stream and do whatever I can to help get my, like, media that I'm creating out there. Because everyone's at home right now. Everyone's yeah. watching streams and Netflix and stuff like that. There's no sports to watch. We can't go outside. We can't go to the bars. We can't be in more groups of more than 10 people. Like, just this Friday, I went over to uh, one of our friends' house in Clifton, and there was only like six or seven of us, but I ran a stream for a couple de- local DJs in the EDM community, and uh, I think that it went really well. And but when I'm not doing that, I'm either like streaming video games or working on the podcast. So like, mm. this is a big opportunity for me with everyone being home. So I'm just kind of looking at it like that. I'm not trying to get down about this coronavirus at all. So, I mean, it's, it's a good a way to time. look at it. And streaming, I mean, how many different types of streams that artists and sports leagues and other things have been putting out these last like two or three weeks? It's like, kind of awesome. Yeah, dude. I th- I the think- only thing I don't like about streaming is fucking video games. I I mean I don't like it's watching cringy. Somebody watch like play video games. It's yeah. it's very cringy. But I love a- it. I've been doing it for years and and watching streams for years. But I definitely understand where you're coming from. It's cringy <laughs> as fuck and it's weird. Like watching someone else play a video game. I understand why people don't. See I mean I yeah. get it. You know, like when I was a kid. And mm-hmm. we had like the one controller, and there was like you know the seven guys sitting around waiting for your turn to play. Well, yeah, I'll watch because it's fun, and you're just like waiting for your turn to play. So oh, it's yeah. kind of exciting when he's about right. to bust his ass or some shit. Yeah, like hoping so, he dies. Yeah, yeah, but otherwise, it's kind of like, why am I doing this? But I get like uh, well, the video game crew like probably to learn like better maps or like right. where that's respawn exactly points what I was or shit like that. That's but, ex- Exactly I'm what I was going to say. Not a video game guy like them. I can't yeah. watch other people. I watch play it video for knowledge, games. education anymore. Whenever I'm watching, like I watch like the top streamers, and like I, I find I, you learn a lot of shit when you watch like the really good streamers and how to play. And I play video games all the time, so of course, like it, like I'm watching it differently than you would. I'm watching right, and course. I notice shit that you wouldn't. I'm like, oh, you can throw a nade there and kill someone across the map. Like you can throw a nade yeah. there. <laughs> throw your nade. Yes. Yeah, no. I nade can't spots do it. Are a thing. I've actually spot- found that I get dizzy watching people play usually like call of duties and like Fortnites are the big streaming things uh, as of recent uh, that's league of legends is uh, like number one okay well let's go yeah Fortnite, you were right yeah <laughs> well i was wrong yeah Whatever. well yeah, yeah. but yeah no i Your get shit is all wrong I, <laughs> I get very dizzy if i watch other people playing those type of games like the point of the shooter type of games because you're not because like good. they're twisting and turning and yeah, they're, yeah I, they, I don't they, know why i get dizzy though. they play well when you're watching streamers because you play on playstation right right when you're watching streamers only like nick Merckx is like the 
only popular streamer I know that plays with the controller. When you're playing with a, a keyboard and mouse, the mouse that you have, you have this so much more range of motion, and all you have Skip to do is so like fast. flick. It, yeah, it's really quick. It's disorienting. You're definitely right about right. that. But I think the big thing with the streaming service going on right now is uh, is like the the what artists and music musicians <laughs> are, are doing with the streaming services because like all the local DJs or not local DJs, all the DJs that I know. Uh, from from music festivals and stuff, they're all streaming. Last night we were watching Digital Mirage. It's an online Correct. music festival. Like like mm. legitimately, they're streaming it, and there's people playing in their living rooms with their DJ setups. And it it I thought it was cool, especially when Flash Adamas came out last Flash night. Flash fucking killed dude, it, dude. He not only killed it, but he had this dope setup. He yeah, had setup lights. He had three screens in the background with visuals and stuff, and he was just killing it. I was like, and I'm sitting there looking. I'm like. My statement about like stri- the, this coronavirus might change how musics give their uh, give their or musicians give their music to other people. Mm-hmm. Like this might change it because you got uh, companies like Ticketmaster and Live Nation and stuff, and they're they're charging like fifty percent of the fee of a ticket just to use their application. Right. So you're paying forty dollars for a twenty dollar music or twenty dollar ticket, and the other twenty dollars is just using that application. And why do that when you can set up your own stream on Twitch or something? You can play in front of all your fans who really want to be there, and they can donate money straight to you. Right? Do people so, do people uh, on those streams that they donate a lot? Do you know of? You can. Oh yeah, I know you I, I know, can. Right? I know. Well, the video games were the big ones for, and it has been. For yeah, years video game now people because, get so much money. Oh yeah. Dude, from just I, fans being like, "Here's two dollars. Thanks for shooting that guy yeah, back there, dude." Like, what are we doing? I remember when uh, when Ninja. Everyone knows who Ninja is by this point. Uh, the esports guy yeah, who yeah. grew up, who like made Fortnite. Well, Fortnite made him, and he helped make Fortnite. And like all of a sudden, this dude has twenty thousand viewers every single time he logs on. And I think at the height of it, he had like fifty thousand every time he logged on. Type mm-hmm. shit. And like, insane. I remember watching when he first was coming up. He made he had like the long longest donation uh, streak uh, streak in all of Twitch. Which is like you have five minutes to donate, and every time someone donates, if you donate again five, they have like this train or whatever. Mm. And in an hour, this dude had like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in donations. <laughs> like just ding, ding, ding. You couldn't even. He couldn't even play the game. I mean, he had to stop talking to people who donated and ask them questions because there were so many donations coming in that he couldn't read them oh, and boo-hoo. play the game. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean, but, but at the same time, he's I'm trying. Saying, I mean, I'm I'm not yeah, fucking like, with you. Yeah. I'm just like he's trying oh, to can't talk to you. I'm sorry, you gave yeah. me two hundred fifty thousand well, dollars. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the thing. It was kind. Of, it was kind of like a bittersweet thing because he's over here trying to make create content and he's trying to play the game and he can't because there's fifty questions <laughs> coming in. He's every accidentally somebody's, getting rich. Somebody's yeah. throwing yeah, cash at me. I can't focus. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. He because whenever you donate on Twitch, you're allowed to have a a little statement or a question that you yeah. asked. So and he was like, trying to read all of them. No, I mean, well, I, they try to read all I the get, donations they get and he couldn't play the game right, and entertain right. people because no, he was yeah, too busy I mean, reading. He I, literally I sitting there for an hour mean. just reading. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, we I get, get, I get it, it, but I get it was exactly more of like I'm just saying, the you know. outside looking in. That's yeah, what outside, it was. It's like, oh, I can't answer you. But no, the streaming... Rich fucking really 
quick, really fast. And, and I was here to watch a little bit of that EDM thing that you were just talking about with the Flustradamus guy. And I do not like EDM music at all. But the production that that guy good. had in his like 30 minutes or whatever on stage was quite insane. Of really like good. just like the laser light show that he had going on and all the graphics and stuff like that. So it was very cool. And I agree with you that I think in the future, just to get more and more content out, I think a lot of artists are going to be a lot more willing to do these like random little concerts just, online. You, know, you just have to be and careful to not saturate the, saturate the fucking media. Well, that's true. Because, I mean, um, just like your fucking unemployment shit, like people trying to apply for it. Last week, I had the numbers and I was going to run it and I have to keep on checking it every fucking day because it goes up ridiculously. Mm. So, like last week, it was 3.5, right? Now it's like 6.6 yeah. .6 million applied and now the people that are trying to apply i think it, the number is projected to be like 10 million the, the, but when it when it's uh i think last week no yeah well last week being friday a couple days ago um the the unemployment website shut down like it, yeah. it couldn't hold Just the servers couldn't do that so it's like on the radio, they were talking earlier That's this week. That's talking about the saturation problem. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. On the radio earlier this week, they were talking about uh, having a thousand people by the end of the week hired on just to run unemployment people and the amount of calls that they were getting for it. Yeah, it's like so. It's it's. it's I think that was just Cincinnati. A thousand people hired in Cincinnati. Oh, to help pro do that. probably. Yeah. But I mean, I they're mean, they're gonna need more than a thousand around the United States because it. Right. Oh yeah, no, it it's ridiculous. Because I think it jumped the the biggest number of uh, unemployment I think applications before now Nixon. was in nineteen eighty two I think like something like that and it was like six hundred ninety thousand people mm -hmm. and now it's like six point six million. Mm -hmm. I saw the like jump. It's, it's like. Yeah, yeah. Was the projection that you saw like you were telling me that in the next couple months the unemployment rate was like thirty five percent? That's the the, like that? the prediction from yeah. one of the sources I got from New York Times. Now, this this is not, of course, this is all speculation, and right. but I mean, it has jumped double, and it was in it's what, already three set days. The record. Yeah, isn't it? Oh, it set the record like three weeks yeah, ago. But, yeah, yeah. But it keeps on breaking the record, like shattering the record, like by the hour almost. Right. Yeah. Like you know, when we were talking about this, I think it was Thursday, and it was three point five million. And today, I looked up at it again. It's like six point six, and mm. projected for ten by like next Wednesday. I'm like, wow. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. Because I saw I, the, the play, <laughs> I had saw a chart of it of like from like 1970 I have to now right here, where it's it is like it's wild. showing like little ebbs and flows along the mm -hmm. way, and it's like a really low line, and then you just see it shoot to the yeah. moon in like one week and then it shoots to the next planet. Like it is, it has taken off so much and it is, I mean, it's a terrifying thought to see how many people are unemployed currently. Yeah. So it's like right here, it says over 10 million Americans applied for unemployment benefits in March as economy collapsed. A record 6.65 million people filed new jobless claims in the week that ended March 28th. Just so in, in the that week, week <laughs> there was 6.65 million. That, 
I mean, I'm giggling over here. It's not because I think it's funny. I think it's it's so outrageous that it's right. Like, we have to find humor in dark times. Well, yeah. Know? I mean, but I mean, I'm not laughing at the people that are having this issue. I mean, no, it's, just it's just so wild that my emotions don't really like match the shit that. Yeah, I read. you can. It's, just it's how it's so crazy, crazy the situation we are in. in. Yeah, and, and there in. there is a, a little thing on here. I don't know if I can actually show it for like uh, copyright reasons, but uh, yeah, the um. You should be able to show like charts and stuff like that. Yes, this I, is a chart. Um, yeah, you can should, you put this chart up later for them? I can I can put it in, yeah. You're okay. going to have to send it to me through yeah, uh, email. But you can check likely. that and you can pass it to him. But yeah, uh, he'll probably put the chart, the chart one, yeah. on. Uh, but oh, it's, it's the line that goes up. It's, yeah. it's, it's just we'll, a straight line. A yeah. we'll, attach, line. <laughs> we'll attach it. I think this is, yeah, this is the one that I saw as it, well. It is and ridiculous. It is absurdly yeah. ridiculous. And that is not a year or a decade. That is... A week and a half. Right. Yeah. That jump is yeah. just, yeah. I mean, I see it all over Facebook and social media and stuff. People are like, I'm trying to get unemployment right now, but I can't do it. And I'm like, it's yeah. because there's so many fucking people trying to get unemployment right, right. now. And uh, I was, uh, I had a gig uh, last week. It was on Thursday. And I went to uh, Aurora, Indiana. There was a gas, gas store. I wanted to buy my cigarettes and so I walked in and this lady, you know, she was probably a little bit older than me, like 35, something like mm -hmm. that. She had her kids at, at school and never met me before, but she was like, man, this Corona shit. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, I live here too. I oh, get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, you know, my kids are at school, you know, and I'm the only person that works here as a cashier, so I can't be with my kids. I went home yesterday. They had eaten all the food in, in, in the refrigerator, you know, and they ate $150 worth of groceries. <laughs> And she was like, I never Dude. thought, I never thought it would come the day where I can tell, I have to tell my kids, you cannot eat until I say you can fucking eat. You she said, said she it'll, it'll schedule, be, right? Yeah, she said, I have to make a schedule. She's like, I will go broke because I cannot feed my children. Bro, my mouth like, dropped when he said that. When he was just like, my kids ate all the food that we had for mm -hmm. the week. And I was like, I literally was just like, oh my God, bro, that yeah. fucking sucks. I was like, shit. And she's like, I mean, I can't, I can't afford to go get groceries, right? You know, and, and so, that's something. So yeah, it's gonna be the kids on a schedule. Like you get this sandwich, and you know, mm -hmm. and I mean, it, it has to happen. But I mean, I feel bad for the people that. Oh have yeah, to, and dude, I just went to the, I just went to the grocery store the other day, uh, last weekend for the first time since the COVID has fucking like started infecting the United States and stuff, and like. There's some aisles that are just completely empty. Oh yeah, yeah, like oh, yeah. like the. The all gone. Like shit. Right. Oh, like the clean. Like well, the I saw paper. A, the uh, paper towels, like the toilet paper. I, I saw something on Facebook earlier this week that said prepare for food so shortages because it's coming. We're starting to catch up with the like amount that they're producing and stuff mm. with everyone hoarding shit. So. Well, it, it's 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 gonna happen. Oh yeah, it's it's gonna happen. Uh, but it's it's gonna get rough out there, guys. Everyone who thinks that this shit's gonna end by the end of April, because the government is purposely saying it month by month or week oh, by yeah, week. Oh yeah, yeah, they don't. So they don't incite so panic. Far in this shit is not gonna. Make, they might be starting to send people back to work after April, but if you're in like the service industry, it, I think it's still gonna be after April. I mean. 
Sports leagues are taught like they it had, went to May, May 15th is like what we have now, right? Something like that. What's that? No, May 1st. May 1st? Yeah, okay, May I thought 1st. it was May 15th. My bad. Yeah, either way. But yeah, so May is technically when normalcy is first, but it's not going to. It will be no. late April and then they are going and to enact another month, most likely, of, of yeah. all this. And when we do start going back, it's probably going to be a very slow process. And when you, when yeah. you see charts, you don't necessarily see them starting to flatten out. I mean, they're reaching a peak, like certain charts. But the unemployment one is not reaching no. a fucking right. because we can get because rid, they we, shut everything down so quickly. Because you can say you can you can get rid of the virus, right? Say we can we can control it. Now, what do you do with the ten million people that are on unemployment? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Do they get their jobs back? Well, how are you going to do that? Right, it, you it's, know, it's going to be it's it's it's. There's you know. so many things that we don't have in place for mm-hmm. these type of crisis. Well, we <laughs> where did. Everybody's going to be finding out. We did. You know that in 2018 there was like, and before 2018 there was a committee for people or a committee of scientists that specific job was to deal with a pandemic and what could happen if a pandemic like the coronavirus came. Well, of course. And Trump suspended it in 2018. That's bad timing. <laughs> Yeah. All time bad timing. So I don't know. I I have a hard time believing that, especially because in 2018 was when we were dealing with the fucking Ebola crisis, and apparently was it had Ebola? something to. Do. I thought that was. I thought that was before that. I thought Ebola was it like could, it could have been or something like you that. You know what? Yeah, it, it, it could have been. So don't 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 quote me on that one. I won't. But I do know that they were talking about uh, the dude who was the head of it was a big factor in dealing with Ebola and making sure that it did not get well, to the sure. United States during that. Well, I'm sure. So, I mean, if you have a fucking team of uh, scientists, of, of scientists that are gonna that. that take care of Ebola, they yeah. would be the ones that take care. I of I just have a hard time believing that fucking our government is just gonna get rid of something that is specifically for pandemics. Like this is something that like we've all really know could happen. Well, it's happened. Yeah, it, it, it happens just never every, to the United every two, States. Every two years, man. Every election year, like you're talking just the last not episode. to the United States. Well, yeah, but. And it does happen in the United States. We've had uh, a swine pandemic? flu. We had uh, Ebola got over here a that little shut, bit. That shut down everything? No. No, no, no not, not to, this, to no, shut this down is the first time. But this it, was, it was a committee to deal with pandemics. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, for and, sure. Like, yeah. The, the reality of a pandemic is a very real thing. I don't Correct. know why we got rid of that. But I guess we can uh, go into the next topic with that. Yes, uh, the next you, topic. The, the elections. Oh. Do you think that <laughs> all that has happened with the coronavirus could affect the 2020 election because well, it's not the that reason it could why, or should it the, will well it, it will yeah. but i guess what i'm trying to say is in my eyes whenever i pictured the 2020 election i never thought in my mind that anyone could end up surpassing trump to get reelected mm. i i never saw that happening and it's because of his supporters that are so fanatical about him and like they're fans of him. They're not, they're not just supporters. Hmm. That was the reason why I'm wondering if everything that has happened with the mismanagement of the coronavirus, like you were talking before with the testing and getting proper testing out in a, in, in a timely manner. I'm wondering if that has any effect, if that will like change people's mind. Me no. personally, I don't think it will. No. I think the fanatics are the fanatics and they're, they're, they're still out there like, yeah, Trump's doing a good job. And he's, what, he's not. What, I recant my statement from last podcast too. What you can, what you can do, what, the only thing that is going to create a huge factor, because your, your, your Democrats are always going to vote for your Democrats, especially in this, this point in time. Mm-hmm. Democrats and Republicans are going to be even more separated. So what right. is going to swing this vote and what is going to swing this election are the people that usually abstain and who they're going to vote for. And I don't want to just talk about Trump. Uh, I also want to talk about the Democratic side of things, too, because, like, 
the Democratic Party is split. Ever since the election, everyone's been wondering who can actually like overthrow uh, um, Trump in the elections and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think it's important to see like Bernie Sanders has completely abandoned his campaign right now. And or at least from what I understand, because I don't see any of the primaries going on and shit, shit anymore on, on his end. Most of what I see for coming from him is dealing with the coronavirus itself. And I'm wondering if like Democrats will like look at this dude and be like, you know what? He actually cares and he's not trying to like fuck over the American people, which I think that Trump and a lot of the government, I don't want to say just Trump, a lot of the government is doing right now because the stimulus packages and shit are, are bullshit. The mismanagement of dealing with the pandemic when it when we could have done a lot more earlier in the game to not get us to this point, it was bullshit. So I'm kind of like, one dude is really doing some shit for America here, and one dude's trying to look out for himself and and the economy rather than the people. I have a hard time backing someone like that, but I mean, I kind of want to know what your opinions on is. You think that the fanatical people will kind of like open their eyes? Do you think that people will get off Biden? Because I think Biden's actually winning in the in the Democratic race right now. Well, you think people can see past that? It, Do you think Biden has the possibility or the potential to be better than the other two? Well, it, it's all going to depend on what you what you want from your uh, your person. Because a lot of people would say that the economy, the, the economy would be something that has to be taken yep. care of and it has to be worked upon, right? Uh, other people would say that the coronavirus would have to work. They're both valid and they should be worked on both at the same time. But, mm-hmm. of course, you know, when, when you are running for certain, like, presidency, like certain offices, of course, you have to pick a policy and stick to it and hopefully people can help you out. But... What I'm wondering is how this stimulus package is not going to fucking create inflation or if not inflation would devalue your money. Because if you're going to print... And it's not just the stimulus package. No, you're but I'm saying, money into the stocks and... Oh, uh, no, and but yeah, too. but I'm saying like if you're talking about a $2 trillion fucking uh, stimulus fucking package or fucking deal or whatever the fuck you want to call it, mm. and we don't have that money because it's been said that they're going to print it, what is it going to be based on? And how is that money, when all of it goes into circulation, going to be worth anything if there's nothing to back it? Well, the backing is the American government. What did they say? The, no, no, the, no, no. You can't back paper with a government. You have to back paper with something of value. But that's what it is. There is no value to the American dollar. It's based on our faith in the American government to say what value it is because we're not on gold standard anymore. Well, we're not on gold standard, but we weren't. I mean, we were already, what, fucking $4 trillion in debt and we're going to add another two? Dude, we are way beyond $4 trillion in debt. We're at like Six, $20 seven, trillion or 20? some shit like now. Yeah, yeah dude, I was going to say, at some point go, it was like 14 or 15 I don't know what man, it is it goes now. Up dude, it was like 14 like four years ago. Yeah, you yeah. Can, <laughs> there's a website <laughs> was a while where you ago. can click into it and watch the fucking debt of America just rise. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. I mean, and... The, the rise and fall of fucking empires, and believe it or not, I'm sorry to say it, the United States is an empire. We are a superpower. We are fucking, especially like your guys, like, like your Marines and shit, you're your modern-day Spartan. You're there to fucking fight. You're there to win. You better be a patriot. You're there to conquer. When you run out of fucking money, like all of the other fucking countries did, all of those fucking super empires, you start going down. Your military starts to fucking debilitate. Mm-hmm. Your economy starts to fall apart, your infrastructure, your education, because now you can't afford education. Now you got 10 million people without a job, and they've only been doing this shit for a couple fucking months. I mean, it's if, if, if somebody doesn't fix it, I don't know who the fuck is going to be, but that's why we elect people up there. If somebody doesn't fix it, 
This is gonna be the fucking abyss of that, the fucking world. And that We're brings up all the fuck apart. That brings yeah. up an interesting question, like we had with around World War II with FDR. Is it even a good idea to switch presidents during a pandemic like this, where everything is is fucking shut the fuck down? Well, because this, Trump is the one who's dealing with it. So would reelecting so, or would electing someone else? be smart when he's got all the knowledge of what we're doing but a world war and a pandemic are different things well they're both up there on human history with just fuck shit yes correct but <laughs> i mean you you have to understand that when you can focus on a pandemic because you know what it is and you can have scientists work on it you never know what a human is going to do you never know if somebody's going to attack your borders you, because we already know we're already here. Well, you don't know what the what the virus is going to do, too. Yes. I heard some shit like it's mutated eight times or some shit now. I don't know how true that is. I know it did twice. What, are, are you are you I mean, would you be more worried if fucking Russia fucking sent nukes? Because that people can do that. Virus can't. You know what I mean? So you got to You got to FDR was that reason because you didn't know what was going to fucking happen. Now we know what's going to happen. We just got to figure out how we're going to fix it fast enough. You know what I mean? I don't think we have any idea what's going to happen. How do you say that we have know what's going to happen with this virus, dude? We are fucking lost. At least in the United States, we're fucking lost. What do you mean what's going to happen? I mean, there's already fucking prognostics of when what is going to happen. Doesn't mean they're the going to be right. That doesn't mean that it's not going to mutate and start infecting more people or that we're going to discover a vaccine in the next week and then it'll just all be a fucking bad dream. Oh, that's what it's... Okay, well, see, now, I mean, you think I exaggerate. That's just ridiculous. I didn't say it. that that was a thing. <laughs> I, I, was, I was trying to say we don't... The point I was trying to make is we don't know what's going to happen. To go back to the original question in terms of will it change the election, I don't think it will just because a lot of people are pretty set in their ways when it comes to who they're voting for. Correct. Um, also, I mean, in how you mentioned like, oh, Bernie Sanders is dropping his campaign to help people with coronavirus... Is that him doing that out of the kindness of his heart, or is that him doing Fuck it so no. that the cameras see him doing it? Of course, because that's always I my thing. And like in terms of like, I feel as all, all I'm like an all time bullshitter, and I'm an all time I could flip this to make me look good thing. That is a move that I would pull if I was would. running for president right yeah, now. Why wouldn't you? I would be like, I drop my flags. This is not important. I'm here to help the people, and I take pictures of me in hospitals. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so it it yeah, you never know the genuine like how genuine people are being in their approach to all of it. So I don't think any of the election stuff right now is getting changed in people's heads. Like how they view each candidate, I don't think is getting changed much. There might be that like 20%, like Max mentioned, the people who do not tell you who they're voting for, the people who stay quiet, they don't give their opinions yeah. out. That might be changing, I guess. Well, uh, I don't think it's something that's necessarily changing right now. I'm asking will what well, right. Will it yeah. affect it in that? Because will right have, now, it will have an effect on it. But, but I think what Harmon is yeah, trying to explain is that it's yeah, not just gonna in be, general. It's not going to be it's... like your 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 regular run of the mill Republican or Democrat that's doing it. It's going to be people that are trying to change your typical Republican and typical Democrat. Right. Could be like your that that twenty percent that haven't used their voice or haven't fucking been you know uh, upstanding citizen now. They could say, fuck, you know, I actually need to make something happen because, you know, so, yeah, I mean, and I, it, I agree with yeah, it. And it depends on what you're reading as well, because like Correct. you're reading things where you're saying, oh, my God, this is being handled terrible by Trump. You could also be reading 
articles that is like this is the greatest yeah. leadership we've ever Correct. seen by I, anybody ever. So I, that's also another. I'm not part. gonna. I'm not gonna t- take that as an example because what I'm. It doing, is an I, example. No, well, no, no, no. Because a lot of this, people do that. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like I, most people, I, I do a good job of like taking the unbiased parts. I, I fact check the shit that I'm looking at. It's not that fucking what articles I'm reading. I'm not reading shit that's going to bash on Trump or that's going to fucking bash on uh, Bernie or whoever the hell yeah. is. It's because this shit was mismanaged by fucking Trump. Yes. It's, but it's that's what I'm fact. saying. But, it's but, not a lot of people yeah. go into that following. amount of death. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's and, what I'm saying. And Omar is not saying that you don't read unbiased. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. that the majority of the country, and okay. I know this In that for case, a I thought you were specifically no, no, saying no, me. No, okay. just, I'm just one. saying you okay. does that. You do okay. it that way, okay. but there is oh, I'm sorry. probably 70%, 80% of people that, oh, yeah. probably way higher, but and, I'm trying to give people some credit, but I think a lot of people read whatever they read. If they mm-hmm. are a Fox News person or a CNN person, they read those people and so one side's going to flip it one way. So I think that's another reason and why everybody their opinions won't get will believe much. what they want to believe, mm-hmm. be biased or unbiased. Right. You know what I mean? What I think is right is what I think is right. And nobody can change my mind. It just is it going to align with the fucking betterment of our society is mm-hmm. what we should guess. So, yeah. And it never, I mean, most of the time it doesn't because we're selfish fucking human beings. Yeah. That's what we do. We fucking like cheap other people over for our benefit. Right. And a lot of people have become very stubborn yes. about politics specifically. Like you might mm-hmm. not be a stubborn person, but your political views oh, yeah. oh, have yeah. become extremely yeah. stubborn. Um, and yeah, like if you're somebody on the right, they could say, Hey, the left found a cure for cancer. And it's like, no, they're like, no, those bastards. No, this is, this is a trick and (laughs) vice versa. Like if it was the other way, it's yeah. The stubbornness has honestly been the biggest problem in terms of political do you think so that i don't think it's going to change much is the fucking yeah so we so we're kind of all in agreement that it we i, I don't think change. that it's going to change anything do you think that this i hope is that the people opening for the libertarians bit, though, though. What? what's up you think this is the opening for the libertarians you think that they could finally get their their party and their fucking like an actual shine we all know they exist but i'm right. going to be 100 percent honest think? i have no idea what a libertarian pertains to i used it here her i, I use okay. it so it's it's, I hear it all the time, but... My libertarian friends explain it to me like this. I want my gay friend to be able to get married and hold my gun. Yeah. And there was another... I've heard that one. So Isn't like, it like total protect freedom? Protect your plants with guns that you're allowed to own and yeah. be in a gay relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah see, I've seen like that. that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, isn't it like total freedom from government almost? Like the in government... A sense. Shit, I yeah. might be a libertarian. <laughs> in, a, in a sense. <laughs> I guess I guess it's, it's not necessarily giving the government the... The, the 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 master reins of society like right. you want the people to have that you know what I mean mm. instead of a federal government or a state government saying nah nigga nah like is it kind of is right. it kind of like following uh, local governments type thing like the the people make I'm, their I'm not, decisions a, based on a, a small area I'm they're not in. hugely versed on libertarian I, like shit I said, but I'm yeah. just saying I mean could this uh, this this divide and they should, could this for... create an opportunity for them to shine? Because I mean, you don't hear about, it. and I mean, why the fuck not? You know I what? That's love... a valid point because <laughs> right now it's kind of like becoming a community thing. We're not allowed to fucking go out and fucking be as as social as we were before. So that's that's actually a good point. It could see an uprising. I mean, I don't or not think, an uh, uprising. Like, not okay. an uprising. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, not an uprising. We can see a rise in the number of libertarians <laughs> if that's how it is. Kind of this more localized uh, right. government. Like you go by what your city government is, which is the way it's supposed to be. 
But at the same time, the federal government has the last call. Right. Yeah. So I do wish, like, and obviously, I think a lot of people wish this is that there was something other than Democrat and Republican that oh, had some sort of power or some it. sort of. Yeah. And we have we talked, talked about, about the second it. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like you said, awesome. libertarian. I'm like, I don't really know what that pertains to because it's it's liberal or fucking yeah. or is liberal or fucking republican right. but i mean i guess it's it's or hard to it's hard to come up as a as a different entity when you have you know a couple hundred years hundred of years yeah oh yeah on, only the two parties getting money funneled into them and now you know you got their family members there's fucking you know nepotism you know fucking, there's so like, many, oh yeah. hey homie like i'm gonna marry your wife you can fucking work for uh you know <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the contracts for the new building when i'm mayor you know what yeah, i mean yeah. and that and the, it goes like that for hundreds of years now i mean it's locked tight man you know what i mean you're not gonna be just that dude off the street unless somebody was like hey that dude off the street can be something that we can use you right. know what i mean you're not gonna get in unless somebody wants you in yeah you have to have somebody of yeah. elite power to get you there yeah or just be stupid rich. Well, yeah. Which I mean, power, rich. I mean, well, yes. They go hand in hand. Much the same thing, which yeah. is sad as fuck, yeah. but it's true. That's the one I love about <laughs> Trump all the time. Trump ran his whole 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 campaign without accepting any money. That's because he's a fucking billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? It's a lot easier to do, I guess. That yeah. is actually yeah. a hilarious point. But that that was. That was a good point, the the whole libertarian thing, if that is what it kind of pertains to. So I'm, I might do a little bit of research on that and how much they're growing. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, maybe we'll talk a bit about uh, next episode because I can't keep on fucking giving these guys half-ass uh, research about about that because I don't know much about liberty. But yeah. I think it could be something that you should maybe yeah, keep an eye on. Keep an eye on, yeah. yeah no, that's, that's a good point that just came up on this podcast. So. Yeah, I didn't write awesome. that down. Oh, shit. <laughs> so... Yeah, in that case, let's. Uh, we got a little bit more time that we can do. We're, we're probably around forty-five minutes. Uh, can yeah. get into a little bit more fun side of things. Oh, you guys want to so do like what you're watching? Armeyer. It's fun time. Armeyer. What? First okay. time, like you know, yes, we're not doing that. <laughs> no, yeah, fine. no, we're, no, we're gonna we're gonna time. do it. Yeah, this, yeah. this is fun time. This is. Uh, what do you remember the first like Olympics or like the first World Cup, like first international sports event? Like, do you remember it? And was it amazing? The first one or the first one when I was alive? No, you. No, you. <laughs> like, your first one. Like, International yeah. sports that event? That you specifically remember, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think so. No? You're... I probably... Yeah, first thing I can remember is probably... It would be the Olympics. It would be basketball in the Olympics in probably 04. That's exactly what I was thinking. It was uh, probably a basketball. Because that would have been when I was probably, like, yeah, 11 years old. So that mm. probably would have been when I actually started to kind of understand it. I've never been a huge olympics person uh, in general um but i'm more of a winter olympics guy but yeah first memory would be seeing the the olympics basketball team because i'm just it, running that shit got kinked, right? the, the olympics or they got postponed or, or they did yeah or, that's kind of what brought max yeah because me and max were talking about this a little bit before the podcast um is that it's been postponed until 2021 i yeah, think I it was that. supposed to be sometime in july i believe yeah. um but yeah push back a year which is massive uh it said us will lose 121 million dollars 
in funding to these different organizations. Well, trust different me, we're losing a lot more. Oh, well, no, no, no. no. Yeah, I'm just saying purely on the Olympics. On yeah, ridiculous, no, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely it's losing crazy. a lot more money than that. But in terms of like the organizations and the staff and all of the facilities and everything like that and yes. traveling, $121 million basically went down the drain that we'll have to spend again next year when this all takes yes. off again. So, but yeah, that was, that's what brought us kind of on if the it, Olympics if, topic. If. Well, yeah, I guess it is an if at this point, but, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, in terms of like the Olympics, I've never been a huge Olympics person, but I'd say Oh four basketball like would my, be the first thing that I can my remember. First I, I, international one was, uh, was, um, the Korea, Japan world cup. It was in Korea and in Japan. I was in Mexico. We had just moved into a place we, we were renting. It was 2002, right? Yeah, 2002. Mm. And the games came on at like 1 o'clock. You know, it was like the first game was at 1, the next one was at 3, the next one was at fucking 4. And like I would stay up watching these damn games and then put my backpack on and go to school, you know, and just like be retarded <laughs> as fucking school. But man, I just remember watching that and just be like, whoa, just pumped as fuck, you know? And then you have like, they show you like Japan and they show you Korea. And I was like, man, I'm never going to fucking go to those places. And fucking 15 right. years later, I was fucking kicking it in the same spots. Yeah, but, you yeah. would have been there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, uh, because you say Korea, this has brought me off to this side fact with that thing before uh, when I was talking to you. Uh, Korea right now, uh, they're, they're one of the ones that got hit the hardest at the beginning of the coronavirus. And they like have not shut anything down yet. They actually have invented an application that everyone has on their phone that tells you when someone with who has diagnosed with coronavirus is close to you. Like it pings your phone really? so that you can avoid those areas and type shit. So it's it's like dropping your fucking your what is location that thing? on fucking your on Call of Duty. And shit? No, on uh, Call of Duty. Oh, dropping the ping or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but like the. Um, the ABA, the the one that you fucking send up in the air and it just like hits the little red dot so you can see your enemies on the map. Yeah, it, it's oh, the UAV. UAV, yeah. Yeah, UAV. Yeah, yeah. A UAV, <laughs> but yeah, no, type people shit, being yeah. Type shit, apparently in Korea, right? South Korea. Uh, there's like legitimately when you're walking down the street, everyone has this application and like, ping, coronavirus in the in a block. That is like... That is pretty some crazy. serious human rights issues going on there, but... Well, uh, no, I mean, some serious human rights well, issues going on there. If you're forced to use it. But if you're if you're forced to use it, it's a human right problem. But if there is somebody, a tech guy the that people, was out there, the people with coronavirus are forced to use it. Do you think right. you should be? Because like I, I, mean, I get that it is, but like at the same well, time, well, here in the United States, if you I have, would use it very willingly. If like, somebody, if I like, would too. Yeah, I'm wondering how many people would be super against it. I know there would be to be like if you have coronavirus, you have to have your location. Well, you know, here in the States, if you have a disease that you can transmit to somebody and you don't tell that person and they die or you, or they get, it's like, it's considered like manslaughter. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's, it is a human rights issue, but it's it's, also like, kind of a good idea. If you're killing people on purpose, right. If you know you have it and you're just fucking around with people, then are you the one that has the issue? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's fucky, but yeah, but they're actually it's a solution. That, right. I mean, and it's <laughs> it is working. A solution. The yeah. thing is, it's working too. That and they're testing because they're doing a really good job of like finding the people who have it, having proper tests in place, and then also quarantining the people that they have been in contact with and tracking those people down. That's one of the big reasons. And this application, dude, it, it they're doing a really good job. I think they have uh, they haven't had a death with it in like 
three weeks or some shit. Like it was one of the really? biggest ones. Like literally when you watch this chart that they had, it was like China, then Korea, and then Italy comes speeding, speeding by with the amount of people who are doing it. Yeah, and the yeah. United States ended up taking over everyone and shit like that. That's but, what we do, number now, one. But now <laughs> they have not shut down any businesses at all during this whole thing. They're, they're, they're quarantining certain places where people have been in with the coronavirus. They're scrubbing them down, leaving them sit for two weeks, and then reopening them. Quarantining the people they need to and letting the people who don't live their lives. It's, it's crazy. Spilly, Spilly spoiled our fun time. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun to me, though. Do you fun. want that? was fun to me, okay? Why don't you go li- oh, live sorry. in South Korea? Yeah, gotcha. Southie. Yeah, you Southie, yeah. I wouldn't mind living in South. Well, I wouldn't want to live. Well, let's yeah, hold the curtain. Yeah. So, what the hell were we talking about? We're uh, talking no. Back to oh, fun the time. Olympics. Yeah, we were God talking about I fun thought that time. was over. Well, no. it was fun time. You were supposed to He was talking about the Olympics and he mentioned Korea, and then you were like, oh, actually, oh, a small point I'd like to make. And then he talks about. <laughs> Sorry. He literally just. I meant to get that one out before, too, so I'll be honest with that one, but. I thought we were done with the the. the I guess we were kind of tapering yeah. off because the I don't remember topic. what my first international sports one. I know the first uh, the first game that I remember was the ninety eight championship game UK in Arizona. Oh, just Arizona. every game. Ooh, first game that I can really remember would be. Um, Achilles Smith's debut. And by remember, I don't... First, I remember, I just remember watching remember. it with my dad. I don't remember right. what actually happened in the game. Type first shit. game I remember was, I think... Oh, fuck, who was playing? I think it was the Pacers and the fucking Spurs. Reggie Miller was still playing. Mm-hmm. I remember that game, and he was just on fire. Like just a random game. Yeah, just ran. I remember like sitting down on the on the floor in front of the in front of my parents' couch and like they had the game on and you know the big old fucking tube TV and mm-hmm. shit like that and I remember saying, "Wow, Reggie Miller's the coolest guy ever." You know, everybody loved Reggie Miller when I was a kid. Right. And I remember watching him. That was like the like, probably was, the like, first your... memory of a fucking Yeah. And what you... that or like yeah. or, or fucking Jordan like because those two were like right. big when I would have been, yeah. Uh, my, actually, now that I think about it, did you say a Bengals game? I missed which one you I did. I did Bengals game. Achilles I, now Smith's that I think, debut. I had, yeah. I had season tickets back then, too, so mine would probably be Bengals game, too. Yeah. But again, I, if we're talking about like games that we actually remembered, like the plays that happened and shit, or like just the first time we had a memory of being at a sports game. Because yeah. that, that would be real early, but I can't remember. Like the first time you actually like sat down and like remembered the, like the game that you were watching. Right. You guys know that one? The first game that I can like take, and it is hard for Bengals games because I'm sure I do remember it, There's but it's so not unique to me. Right. Yeah. It's not unique to me, but outside of like Cincinnati sports, first thing was Philadelphia 76ers against the Lakers NBA finals in 2000. That was the first NBA game I had ever watched. My dad was, my dad's not even a big basketball fan. He just had it on. Mm. The Sixers won one game. I only watched that one game. I am now a Sixers fan. I grew up <laughs> just because, like, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, awesome. This team's great. Yeah. I like Allen Iverson mm-hmm. because they won that one game. Well, I didn't watch the other four games where they got toasted and lost the finals. <laughs> I just saw the one game where they and won. And that was enough. And that was enough yeah. for me. And that's now I'm still a Sixers fan. Yeah, I mean, I was that's the best, that's the that's best true type of fan. fan, the one that just hops on the bandwagon real early and just supports it. That's it. That's yeah, and I dude, know. the yeah. Sixers literally had the worst team in the history of the NBA in 2015, <laughs> and I am still here today. Yeah. So, yeah, yes. dude, I, I, I know what mine is now too. Huh. Mine, mine was. Uh, I remember a game where Tayshawn Prince was playing for Kentucky, and he set the record for most consecutive threes. Mm. This dude went down the court 
an offensive possession at five times in a row and hit a three-pointer. What year was this, you think? <sighs> Fuck. Early, early 2000s? 2000s yeah. Late 90, maybe? Nah, I think Tayshawn was early 2000s. Yeah, I think he got drafted in I guess two, the most so yeah, legendary Five game. times down the court, five three-pointers. Most legendary awesome. game check. I fucking saw. Not the first one, but it's legendary as fuck. See, Nadine Zidane, he was like a magical uh, striker from France. Like, one of the best to ever play, right? Mm. And it was 2006 World Cup, and it was France versus Italy. It's been... And things been bopping off the fucking posts and off the crossbar and shit like that. No goals, man. Mm. I, th- I think um, they, it gets to the end. They're in overtime. Zinedine Zidane, which, you know, again, a god in soccer. Somebody, I think it was, I don't know, Camaronesi or one of the Italian uh, defenders said something about his mom and he fucking drilled him in the chest with his head. Oh, was that the headbutt oh, game? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was exactly he, what you're talking and, about. And he, oh, got, he yeah. got expelled. And, of course, you know, they went to penalties, and your best player in the world is not shooting your penalties for them. They lost by one goal. That's crazy. Really? That is... Yeah. I didn't realize that. I've seen that. It's I mean, leg- you, you see that high... You're right. Legendary. It's like a legendary highlight. <laughs> yeah. All time. Because it, it was a fucking... We can go to all time sports final. this. It was a fucking uh, uh, FIFA final. Like, World Cup I final. I did not and know it happens. was that big of a game. I thought it was oh, just it was, in a yeah. random game. Okay. That's insane. Yeah, that was legendary. That I, Yeah, I didn't know that that wasn't just a random game That's either. awesome. So, yeah. all-time sports moment for Oof. y'all. Oof. Dude, Big for me, for me, so for many. me, this is either hard. <laughs> for for me, this is uh, I think it might be the time that me and you, Harmeyer, Ooh, were yeah. just it. It was uh, I know what you're the saying, Iron Bowl, Alabama, the Iron Bowl, Alabama yeah, yeah. versus Auburn. When they when they kicked the field goal and they yeah, missed was, it and they returned it back for a touchdown. That was me and Harmeyer. It was insane. just us two. And we were fucking about ready to go out. We were drunk in my old living room, and that happened, and we lost our fucking mind. That was awesome. We had a hell of a night. That was a great. That that might have been my top one. That that was just because of the nostalgic memory being with you, buddy. Okay, I love you, fam. Um, (laughs) Just chill out, guy. Um, I'm trying to think, man. The Wow, sports mode. I mean, I don't know, fucking that that or I remember I was Aaron Harrison hit the go ahead three to go to the final four. I was with my dad uh, against Michigan. Uh, this was two two. No, what year did we go to the national championship? But and it lose the, to you, fucking Connecticut. You guys went like two thousand like fifteen or two thousand fifteen. I was like at the game at Lucas Oil when he hit that shot. The, okay, the second time he hit that shot, he ended up doing it three times that tournament. That's a big one, Aaron Harrison. Yeah, I don't know when fucking Clay Thompson got wet, wet, and he like dropped thirty, dropped thirty in a quarter. In a quarter. Yeah. Dude, that was pretty nasty. I was That's like, a... what is he doing? I was like, you don't, you don't, you don't see that, dude. No, like you not don't. At see, all. Yeah, he would just grab. Phew, I was like. Like, after, like, you know, six, seven, I'm like, is he going to miss? And no, no, <laughs> no he was not going to miss. And there's literally, there was a thing <laughs> of uh, that came out after the game that he, that quarter, he only took, like, nine dribbles of the basketball. It was just all running off the really? screens. It might even be less than nine. I, it might be four, now that I'm thinking about it. It's either four and somewhere in that range. But, yeah, it was just all him coming off screens. Pop, come, like coming off, getting not a pass, legendary pop. game, but it Insane. was a legendary feat. Oh yeah, I mean? legendary moment. For yeah, sure. for him, yeah, it was a legendary moment for him. Yeah. Absolutely. We I mean, in terms of my fandom, I've known nothing but despair with the <laughs> Reds, the Bengals. Dude, come on, we've had Sixers. we've had some fucking great times. Really? Actually, as a Reds fan, one of the most exciting things was when Todd Frazier won the home run derby in Cincinnati. 
in 2015, like all-star weekend was here. Um, and yeah, Todd Frazier, it was like the first year that they did time frames instead of number of outs, uh, for the home run derby rounds. But either way, he went on like a tear with like 30 seconds left Scooter and Jeanette winning banging last out pitch four. before it ran out. It was amazing. Scooter Jeanette banging out four in one game too. Yeah. Scooter Jeanette's four home run game that was, that was awesome. That was pretty dope. Um, I mean, there's, there are so many games, but in baseball, bro, it's, me it's and so hard have, or, and like as a group of people have watched some serious moments. Yeah. We've sports. watched amazing moments. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, actually, probably my favorite, and it's possibly because of the call, too, is North Carolina and Villanova national title game. I think it was four years ago now, and Jenkins hits a three from the top of the key. And the call on it is, I mean, it's maybe my favorite call of all time. It's like, Jenkins for the national championship. And it, yes, it, it gets buried right after North Carolina hit a three of their own. That's probably my favorite game, like, just... Purely from a memory that I can think of right now, that that game was awesome. I think it was 2015, 16. I can't really uh, remember. Well, we all know what happened. Call is the best call. Oh, the time. Adam Morrison, like the, the All American Gus Johnson, Morrison is. fires. He did it. He <laughs> took the three. Bill Rafferty in the background. On you. Yeah, Gus Johnson great, is definitely like my favorite announcer of all time. Well, um, but my favorite call ever is. Anybody out there? Yeah, if anybody out there is looking for some great things to watch on YouTube, you watch Blake Griffin dunking on Kendrick Perkins. It is the greatest call of all time. (laughs) It's just like purely an excitement from the announcer, like because it came out of nowhere, dunks all over Kendrick Perkins and shoots off an oh me oh my. Yeah. And like, oh dude, (laughs) oh me oh my. It is so so good. good. That is my favorite call of all time. But yes, for sure, the most memorable moment in sports history for me was that was it the 2015 Bengals season. Oh fuck you! Oh, hate to say it, it's the most memorable. It's horrible. Real tears that night. Yeah, but for sure it was like that was so. I remember. I almost. I remember damn near every play from that game. Dude, it was so bad. It was so bad. I don't. I remember. I was. I was in the stadium. Me and my dad sit all around these like 50, 60 year old guys who have all had season tickets for like forty or fifty years, like their families, and um, as that last drive starts, after we we uh, or Jeremy Hill fumbles. Yes. Ben Roethlisberger comes back wow. into the game because Ben Roethlisberger had left for a series with they an shot injury. Shot him up with cortisone and put shot him, him up in. with cortisone. Put him back in the game. There was three old guys that have sat behind us for years. Who the minute Roethlisberger took his snaps, there was like a minute and whatever left. I I forget the exact time frame. They left. They're like, we're gonna lose this game. At that point, I think we were up <laughs> by two. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to lose this game. So we're not going to watch the end of this. Dude. And I'm like, you're an idiot. We're not going to lose. And I, I was so, like, overcome with joy. Like, Dude, I, I was like, we're definitely not I losing took, this game. I took a Snapchat and put it on my story. I was like, I was like, I have been on this world for, like, what, 21 years at that point or some shit? For 21 years, and I have finally watched the Bengals win a fucking playoff game. And I remember Allgaier looked at at me and was like, like, hey, man, you might want to delete that. There's still time left in this game. I was like, you know what? You're right. And I deleted it before they actually won. But a lot of shit happened in that game. I might have jinxed us. (laughs) And that's why I cried. Because I I called my dad like, we had it. We had it. If there was a higher being that told me that you screwed us out of that game, I would murder you. (laughs) (laughs) 
if it was like if a if high murder myself, if a dude. sports if a sports genie came out of the skies and was like, you know what, I was gonna let the Bengals have that one until Keith Spilly tweeted about it. So believe me, Harmeyer, when I say that I would murder myself or kill myself for the same reason, you can believe it. But I hope so. moving on. <laughs> We are going to talk about our little uh, weekly thing that we've had, like what to watch during the coronavirus. Yes. Uh, so me, what I've been watching, I've been watching this show called Dark, and I, I also started watching Altered Carbon, second season. Weak. Uh, it was. It is. Uh, Altered Carbon, <laughs> I watched the first season and was like, I was like, yeah, this shit's cool. It's like right down my alley, fucking sci-fi, over-the-top action show. And then I started watching the second season. I got three episodes in. I was like, I don't remember it being this shit. Really? The other one I'm watching is a show called Dark. Um, it's kind of a mind fuck. It, it's pretty good. It's definitely keeping my interest. But uh, I will say this: if you're gonna watch it, you either need to be experienced with subtitles or watch the dub, which can be, or just be able to read. Which can well no. <laughs> what? It, wait, because why do you, you have to read? <laughs> well, subtitles. it's in German. Oh, it's a German. It's so a you're German just reading show. the subtitles. Okay, yes. Okay. So, you're, well, it's also dubbed, so you can watch it in English. Oh, okay. Like, like their lips are moving, yeah, yeah, but it yeah, doesn't match. It's totally but different English words. It, it it's <laughs> a time show. It's based in like a, there's a bunch of different realities and stuff like that. So if you're watching it with subtitles and like you want to be able to actually watch the show, so you either need to be quick and be able to see what's on screen with like your peripheral vision, right. or you, you need to watch the dub because it, it can get a little bit confusing in there. All you got to do is just know how to read. That ain't that difficult. Well, I mean, I have a problem. There is it. a difference between just <laughs> reading up. and reading and watching with something. Hand up. If I'm yeah. watching something well, for the first time, I will get way video. too into the subtitles. Yeah. There is video. When you're watching, I always find that I used to hate it. I never watched with subtitles. Now I'm okay with it. But I would always hate watching the subtitles because I couldn't see what's going on on screen. Yes. So it's not just a reading thing because you're watching video and reading at the same time. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've never trained, had that problem. I'm I've sorry, trained guys. myself now, but when I first started using subtitles, it was first time I ever started using subtitles was Game of Thrones. I use them on everything now. Now I do. Yeah. But the first time I ever tried it was Game of Thrones because. You never really, there's so many cities and people's names that sound True. the exact exactly. same. Yeah, exactly. So I started using subtitles and then I found myself just reading subtitles and I'd miss like a scene or like people doing action yeah. on the screen. And I'm like, oh, what the heck's happening? Or when Because like I get whispering. so focused on reading the <laughs> subtitles. Yeah. But now as somebody who is an experienced subtitler, oh. I now get it. But if you're new to the subtitle game, it can be a thing. It's like, a, yeah, game. I agree with you. Yeah, That's no, 100%. I started watching it with American shows. I mean, I started watching it with like anime and uh, other shit. I've, all, I've watched foreign shit before. Mm. But the reason why I watch it with American shows or English shows now is because sometimes you just get them where they're like whispering and you can't tell what the fuck they're yeah. saying. So like you just read the subtitles for that little quick bit. Yeah. Or like, like you said, names and stuff and like that. Now I'm just a subtitles guy. Period. I, I do Watch subtitles on basically everything. Yeah. What you got, Big Sexy? Um, so I've got three. For, so anybody out there who's a Disney person, mm. Onward is a new movie that was supposed to come out in theaters, I think this weekend or last weekend, and they just ended up releasing it straight to Disney+. Plus. Great movie. It's funny. Chris Pratt is one of the main characters. Like cartoon. I, I mean, it's cartoon voice. But basically these two brothers, 
it's like kind of a a town that oh, used to be yeah yeah uh, it's like it used to be a magic town then they kind of made it like a really industrial type of place mm. these kids find this old magic thing that their dad left them their dad had passed away so then they find out they can bring their dad back so a typical Disney and it ends movie. up yeah and then okay. it ends up being like this super sappy oh. happy ending it dude it it I didn't cry good? but if somebody does cry during it. I'd be like, I understand that. <laughs> you see, I, I, I know what you're talking about. I saw the like trailer to that, yeah. and that looked. I was like, this looks bad for a Disney movie. Oh, it looks good. It, no, it looks good. It is good. It is good. Yeah, okay. it is good. I, it's I'm funny. Right. It's yeah, and then it ends up being like a really heartfelt thing at the end. So yeah, if you're a Disney person, onward. Um, the other thing, and this isn't a TV show, but I've been watching a ton of those Tiny Desk NPR videos. Phenomenal. On YouTube. Yeah. Phenomenal. Those are great. I just, just watch really. The watch. I just, yeah, and it passes time. Like it's it's yes. such a good thing to just kind of chill on your phone. Like if you're just hanging out in your room, chilling on your phone, and having that in the background. And they have perfect. concerts with, with with everything, right? Like right. There's rappers and singers and yeah. R and B and it's just there are there are so many yeah, different, so different genres. genres. Yeah. So I do love that. So Tiny Desk on YouTube. I've also started to think of watching Ozark. Dude, Ozark is so good. It's so, so many good, people dude. have I told meant, me to watch bring Ozark. That up too. It's the bee's knees. Ozark so, season three is lit. Yeah. So I've been I've been um, thinking about it. I've seen so many people on social media be like, oh my God, Ozark was nuts. But there was like two years <laughs> in between season two and three. So I don't want to watch it these things. It was a huge break. It yeah. Was. So I don't want to watch these things. And then after I finish, be like, well, now I have another year and a half. Here's why, here's yeah. why that's not going to happen anymore. Fine. Because the reason between two and three was they had that pilot season. And then they it was like, ah, it's good enough. We'll, we'll get out the second season. And then they finally realized after season two, hey, we can start putting a lot of money into this because people are going to watch this. So now they should come every single year. But now there with coronavirus, now with corona, all these oh, shows true. might be getting pushed true. way, way back. True. You right. So, um, I don't want to, I don't want to, I want to watch it because I've been told it's good by people who I normally like trust with their opinions on shows. Oh, so dude, Ozark is real good. Right. So I want to watch it, but I don't want to watch it and then be mad that I am on like a cliffhanger at the end of season three. I just want to see four. It's like when I watched game of Thrones was at the end, right when season seven, like ended basically. And then I had a full two years uh, after watching season eight. I was like, God damn After watching season three of Ozark, I'm going to say that it's starting to sneak into like my top five shows. Really? Like it's, I can tell I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't want to give it right now, like a rating on it right now, but it looks like it's going to be better than breaking bad. Okay. Oh, it's for sure. Like in in my point of view, it's probably 8.5 out of 10 and it's constantly growing. Yeah. Okay. But um, so I, I will start watching that. And I will give a Definitely. review of and whatever I, need, I have. Sure. Seen I need to watch that Love Is next. Blind show. Love Is Blind is great. Uh, those are really <laughs> the only three things that I had down here because I'm not. I've been watching a ton of YouTube clips, but it's more like just whatever old sports yeah. things like Ken Griffey Jr. highlights, best dunks of the century. Just like having something <laughs> yeah. on in the background. Max, how about you? Uh, well, I've I had watched this show previously, just never finished it. It's a show called Genius. And uh, there's two seasons. One's about Albert uh, Albert Einstein, and one's about Pablo Picasso. Uh, fucking really cool shit. And it's just not the end of their lives. It's like kind of how they started. Upbringing, childhood. Uh, Albert Einstein's is like starts like when he's like a young adult, like okay, like 
20, I'd say like something. 18, 20. I mean, you, you okay. told me about Genius and you said Albert Einstein. I was already yeah. sold. Like, it was, it was, it's, it's really good. I mean, it, of course, you know, he's working on uh, his theory of relativity and then all the way up through World War II, all the way into the 50s. So it's like all about his life, how he was a conscientious objector type person. Like he didn't believe in war, shit like that. How they used his mathematics to create atom bombs and he was very against it you know so it's a really good show the Pablo Picasso oh, man. One. how mad would you be oh he was oh, furious shit, he was fucking mad it's as like fuck. I hate war and they're like yeah but your formula is <laughs> sick for a bomb, dude. that's exactly what that's happened exactly and what then happened. they just did it oh yeah. Wow, bro! Can you imagine fucking inventing the atom bomb itself? I mean, the, and you the, didn't even the guys who it. the guys who did it were like, I just created the worst thing that human history has Insane. ever seen. Yeah, yeah. but so uh, what's that show called? Or what's this? Genius, genius. genius. Okay, and uh, there's one about Pablo Picasso, and uh, it's if you guys don't know, I mean, everybody's heard of Picasso, but why he's famous? He created like a revolution in art. Mm-hmm. He created cubism. It was changing from your uh, beautiful hues and correct anatomy into distorting things and fucking more abstract use, being abstract and surreal right so really cool shit check it out and then there is Wu Tang the American Saga fucking dope on check Hulu? it out on, on Hulu, Hulu. Hey, dude I've had mad people at work tell it's me dope. to watch that it's good yeah, I'm gonna write that down it's, uh, it's about the 47 or 900,000 integrants of fucking yeah, Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you got the ODB and Pretty Rakim and fucking Inspected Deck. You know, the whole, the right. whole uh, shebang and how they got into the game and uh, they were, you know, selling drugs, but it wasn't because they had to sell drugs. It, well, it wasn't because they wanted to, it was they kind of had to, so... Mm-hmm. There were music was getting them out of the game, but of course, right. there's always going to be that pullback. There's always going to be yeah. something fucked up in between. Great show. Okay, it's it's it's, I will it's really good. Watch that because and they had a tiny desk episode. I was literally watching that this morning. They have well, a tiny desk. Really, Clan has a Damn tiny it. I'm desk. Have, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, on, I might put it on right now. So <laughs> it is it is awesome. We can literally watch it right after. I'm, this, I'm going but, to. Which but let's will. wrap it up for these guys and we yeah, can check yeah. it out. So, so any other shows? Oh, dude, we all watch Tiger King. Oh my god, I forgot about that Tiger King. We all the best, best show on fucking television. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, okay, we're going to talk about Tiger King next episode because it's it's a whole episode. It is a lot to time. unravel. I mean, I'm assuming everybody has seen it who wants to see it at this point. But it, it it is just the culmination of bad people. It's just like the at one point the hitman is like, I'm not going to commit this murder because this guy is crazy. What? <laughs> you're a hitman, <laughs> and you're saying this guy is too nuts for you? You're a fucking Are mercenary, you the most wholesome person in the well, the person who appears the most wholesome the entire fucking uh, documentary yeah. series. Is the person that everyone hates the most. Carol Baskin is a fucking bitch. Dude, I hate her. She is. She is just, and by the law, she has done nothing wrong. Like, she, of course, every single person at home, she, we all know she killed her fucking husband. She killed but, her husband and fed it to the fucking tiger. Boys in the septic tank. Like, or both. By the view of the government, she was. Innocent, yeah, she's innocent, and she is by a long shot the most hated character <laughs> oh, in the history and, of, of and the television. Most, ever. The most loved character is convincing straight men to be in thruples with him by yeah. using methamphetamine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I got that meth. 
And he, like, legitimately, when you see, like, the cuts from early, like, these are young, strapping young men. Like, they, these are, like, yeah, good-looking yeah, guys. Even, guys. And this dude has a dude. mullet, a gun, and a tiger, bro, and feeds them meth. And he pulls them in. I'm like, shit. That's what them big Maybe I need a tiger do. and a gun. That is insane. Yeah. Dude, it, it was that crazy. Cool. Uh, real shit, though, watching fucking the persona of Joe, uh, of Joe Exotic form from, like, this. <laughs> Joe Exotic. Yes, from this dude, from like Joe to Joe Exotic, you watch it throughout this documentary because at the beginning of the series, you can tell like this dude just genuinely loves fucking big cats and wild animals and attention, and then he start and attention (laughs) and attention, showman Joe baby at at attention. But as it goes on, you see that attention skewed to the point where he's not taking care of the tigers anymore and and uh, the people around him, and it's just all about attention. Correct. So it's it's got some depth to it, honestly. But it's a crazy ass. And we, show. yeah, we 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 kind of got into it. There's a lot more to unravel that we yes. can do in the next episode. Um, so yeah, we'll sign off here. Please subscribe to YouTube, all of our podcasts on oh, Apple, Spotify. That's something that I need to say now there uh, you go. because uh, this this uh, week was it last week? Anyway, I'm not sure. I, I, we are up on just about anything that you can listen to Spotify or, or listen to podcasts on. We're on Tuned In, iHeartRadio, Pandora, uh, Stitcher, eh, everywhere. And now we have analytics all in one place on this uh, site called Podbean. So I can see all the analytics and we'll have a better uh, understanding of who's watching us, what type of people that are watching us and stuff like that. Cool. Yep. So go ahead and hit follow on whatever place you're listening to this on. Uh, we, we probably prefer YouTube so you guys can watch the video. Yes, sir. And um, with that being said, follow us all on our own social medias. Go follow the uh, <laughs> Your House Our Rules uh, Facebook page. My Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat handle is the Spillmeister. Uh, if you guys want to shout out your shit, it's yeah, no harm, no foul. With you, two A's. You hit me harm, up on Your on House Our Rules. I'll be there monitoring the stuff. There we go. Yeah, cool. With that being said, peace. Good Have night. a lovely day. Love you.